You were really sad. Putin's got cancer. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what? Sweat, Sweat Equity Podcast what? and streaming show, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair. I hear you. Uh, pragmatic. <laughs> I pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with a real raw dog talk. Uh, listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, it, YouTube, kind of Vimeo for sure, because we're hot on Vimeo, baby. Hot. Uh, LinkedIn, hot. your mom, Sony Walkman, all that stuff. Hey. Uh, it, hey. Hey. <laughs> you like that? I'm here. Just I'm doing that. Just doing that. I ain't hard. <laughs> um, this episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Create a custom website or online store with an all-in-one solution from our dogs at Squarespace. We've made about 200 sites or worked on 200 Squarespace sites on our own, probably, well, at this know. point. You say that. That's a lot, it, for sure. But um, it's my go-to for a CMS content management system. You can, uh, you've got Fluid Engine now that you can make websites any which way you want it. No programming, no coding, unless you want to. It's up to you. Okay. You can add integrations, no, no problem. Lickety split. I want money. You start with that free trial today. With the promo, with the link in our uh, our episode description, and if you don't need a website, you should need a website. Everybody should have one. But if you don't need one, um, and you want to help out the show, you can be our BFFs by subscribing to the podcast and whatever you listen it to. Uh, rate it five stars. Get you know, give us a little hookup. Holler if you hear me. Okay. And uh, write a short review, and then share the show. That all that takes thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe do 90. Do it, though. Maybe Actually 90 if you're driving, it. right? Um, just do it. Share the show. Hey, here's something you like. Dick jokes and business, right? Yeah. Entrepreneurship and vagina stuff. Let's get it going. Hotty toddy. Sweat equity. Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast. Sweat Equity. So I was watching your podcast the other day, and there you go. There's the bang. Oh yeah. I, so the bang. I hate walking around with a bang energy drink because it 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 is the new like I don't know uh, no fear shirt to me. Okay. I don't know. There's something about the. I work out in a gym that is a lot of bodybuilders and a lot of like kind of really insecure, yoked people, and they all carry around either a jug of <laughs> of liquid that is not water. It's it right. looks like, like Zephyr Hills uh, gallon thing of protein. It or a milk, an old milk carton of like what looks like coolant. Right. You know, and and then. The other half drinks the bang energy drink, and it just feels very... Um, In your face. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, hey, monster, we're going to ramp it up a bit. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, well, do, I do look... Monster's like, all sugar, man, and, and the bang has like 300 milligrams of caffeine, so... Yeah, and, <laughs> but it's more about... It's a good pre-workout thing if I'm doing weights. Bang is good for that, and they have key lime pie flavor. Ooh. Do you know that? My favorite pie? Ooh, it tasted like a, a key lime pie when I was having a heart attack. <laughs> well, it, it's got creatine Delicious. in it, too, which is good. Um, oh. 
Yeah, you might, and I'll look swole Dude, as I, I mean, die. Uh, these sleeves on the, uh, if you're watching on video, these sleeves they didn't it didn't they just popped off. They got scared. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Thomas Ryan, do you want to go by? Do you go by Thomas? Tom? Tom? I usually go by Tom. T Dog. Good. All right. Um, Passed our test. Why don't you? Why don't you uh, tell the audience, because um, we set you up so well after talking <laughs> about energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were on air yet. That, oh, that yeah. was on the air? Oh, you, well, you, you probably didn't listen You're to too many episodes. Yeah, you didn't listen to too many episodes, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we kind of keep it, we want to keep this a conversation, like if you were in the room. So, um, you know, uh, our whole thing is about like these business, the business content that's out there, it's not really helpful. It's so boring. And it's it, so and it's not it really is. And it doesn't feel genuine, right? A lot of the time. It feels very like what would a PR person tell me to do? That's yeah. what I, that's yeah. the kind Are of you talking of, about everything posted on LinkedIn? Yeah. Yes. We we like pretty to much it. any interaction. Oh, you want to connect with me? Learn more about what I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that yeah. so? Yeah, LinkedIn's becoming kind of you came in quick. With that, that sales pitch, quick and hard, like, come on, man. Every time I accept someone on LinkedIn right now, I get a sales pitch yeah. automated like 10 seconds later. Well, the, yeah. I, the irony is that's how we met, is when your business development <laughs> people hit me up. Can I, read, can I read the pitch? I'm not saying it doesn't work. I, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, it's... Uh, can I tell... But it was such a good pitch. I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta check this out. Um, oh, that's our Otter AI coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Uh you know, your, your, your guy Juan hit me up with a, a, a message that caught my eye. I bet $100 that your business has 100% or greater return on investment with a video text blast using Bigly Sales. I will pay you $100 with Zelle or Venmo and return all the money spent in, te- in text campaign if it doesn't work. Uh, that caught my that is, I like the blunt boldness of that. And that's, oh, how, we, that's how we started talking. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm a riverboat gambler at heart, so. Well, yeah. uh, it, but it's put up or shut up time. Uh, but uh, why don't you, um, I mean, when you're, you're throwing it out there and it's something that's so performance-based, why not, right? But yeah. I cut you off before you could give everybody uh, your plugs, where, to, where people can find uh, you personally and your uh, business. Well, check us out at biglysales.com. If you go to biglysales.com, if you want to get a hold of me, just book a call. And, you know, I'll probably be there. And, um, you know, we'll help you set everything up. So uh, I can tell you, I came from the staffing industry. And pretty much everyone treats you like a leper, right? There's so many people trying to do it. And you are the, you know, the last resort for all of these guys. If they need a consultant or a full-time person, you're like the, you're their last hope. And they only come to you if they're totally desperate and they can't find anywhere else for cheaper, right? Versus this, where we're yeah. saving small businesses money. And all of the clients are super happy to, you know, kind of talk to us and to see what we're doing. And they love that we actually help them out because most software companies, they kind of, they give you the software and they throw you to the wolves. Can you give the elevator pitch of Bigly Sales? Sure. Bigly Sales, it's the only pay-as-you-go communication platform for small business. So five bucks, you can get up and running and you can automate all your email campaigns and text campaigns. Uh, You can power dial and uh, what we're building out now is all the automations to basically automate every contact you're going to have with someone in your database over the next year. 
Yeah, you're going to take me off pipe drive, I think, with well, this. Well, it sounds like the text messaging, is, to me, is, is the big part. I mean, yeah. e- emailing, you know, that's been around, but the texting has always had that phone number component to it and all that stuff. Yeah, the texting, uh, we've had to deploy campaigns where you're doing email and text, and usually the software isn't, it, it's a feature on a software that is like an anchor software of email, right? Email marketing. <laughs> and then they add texting onto it it doesn't really work as well as you want it to you know you, you try to make an automated journey right well it's I, I always know, i know you know what i'm thinking of no i know well <laughs> the email usually the email software works well for email but the like to get the text messaging done right it's usually through like a call routing software or like something on that side of it is usually where the text messaging works well you have, but to, you have to get an integration with Zapier. It's like get, they know. don't; they rarely mix together well, and that you're not using, to, you know, you're not having two different things you have to do to get it out. That's kind of why I built this, right? Because you'd have one system for your phones, mm-hmm. and you'd have one system for text, which is usually someone's phone. They wouldn't even use a system, right? right? Most of the time, and then you'd have one system for email, and then you'd have to manually data enter. Everything in the CRM, which if you're actually doing it, takes an hour to a day, and no one wants to do it. So all the sales reps hate it. They all don't want to do it. There's None of the data gets into your CRM or, or a fraction of the data, and it's garbage in, garbage out. And, um, you know, a lot of the small businesses don't get the ROI. And really what I'm trying to do is get small businesses off of Google Sheets and Excel and start using this because with this, I can click one button and send out 10,000 text messages, you know, send out 10,000 emails. Yeah, and, and it you, should be in its own separate kind of, it should be in this, it should be siloed there. Like CRM should be siloed with email deployment and text deployment, you know. Hey, yeah. Everything's going to be like that in 10 years, you know. And you, you can get that today with like Salesforce or HubSpot, but they're asking $50,000 oh, cool. a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah six-figure chat. No, no, no. Right. Depending they told that's, that's me bare bones. Salesforce, they're like, you want to put all your contacts in the database. It was going to be like half a million dollars in <laughs> business with 10 people at the time. It's like, come on, guys. I mean, you, have a bunch well, of you can just take some around. in and put them out. And, you know, you can, every time you want to do something, you can take them out and put more in the bag. It's like, get and out it, of here. And but you're not, right. That's the only thing that does it all. That's the only, it's half a million dollars. Yeah. Good no, luck. And uh, look, good ne- luck getting to the next level. Necessity breeds innovation, and I, I, I've been in the, I've been on the interface. I've been through the pitch with you guys. Uh, I'm waiting on my hundred bucks, by the way. Um, but it's <laughs> did you not get your ROI? You didn't get the ROI on it. I got zero because I put zero in. No, <laughs> I've been, I've been, man. I'm working on a, I'm working on a campaign that I'm going to push it out um, for the agency. Uh, but for um, I, I got, I, I talked to you. You know, uh, you know, truth to the or full disclosure to the audience, we talked before, and I go, uh, we had such a good kind of back and forth about y'all's platform. I was like, why don't you come on the show and talk about it? Because this is um, sales is an interesting, uh, it's an interesting psychology in business. Like the way y'all you all made this this app simplified in a good way, meaning like I'm not saying like it's simple. If anybody's just not really like think Apple when they when they came out with stuff that, you know, the second wave of Apple, basically, they designed everything to be user like so easy in the user experience, user interface that, you know, kids that are one years old can use an iPad. Right. Yeah. I feel like a three year old was using an iPad like nothing. I feel like y'all kind of solved the same thing where Windows was very convoluted. 
and used to be expensive personally for everybody. And Apple came in like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make this easier for everybody. Uh, less frustration. Salespeople, your general salesperson doesn't, not, not the biggest tech person. Um, no, not really usually, not, <laughs> not usually um, on the vanguard mm-hmm. of, of innovation when it comes to tech. Uh, they're not they reading. Got to be out pounding the pavement. Well, they well. If anything, most of the people I know in sales, they despise it. They they want it. They hate it. Yeah. Um, take my job. Everyone somehow. hates CRM. Everyone. Every and CRM for the people who don't know, it's customer relationship management. It's any computer system that actually um, stores data, stores contacts when you talk to people. You know, so any system like that. I got a question about reporting. On the, I mean, how you got to how your, does it work? You got to put your nicotine gum in like a dip. How does it work? <laughs> I went from smoking three cigarettes a day to you know three packs of the nicotine gum. This is the first piece I've had. In a and it's more expensive. Mm. <laughs> um, he got me addicted to nicotine gum. What a, what a monster! Put it on me. What a monster! Put that on me. It, it's like that's what I think of with Big Lee. It's like giving kids cigarettes in the schoolyard, right? There you we know, go. You know they're going to keep using. <laughs> There's it There's your tagline. Once you, get them, uh, once yeah. you get them on there, you got flavored <laughs> cigarettes for you. <laughs> um, so it's basically a direct to customer uh, system. How how much reporting do you guys? How much uh, leeway? Because I haven't been in it. I haven't looked at it. And I'm just curious because that's always the big problem. Nobody can see what what is getting accomplished. Are you? How do you show your customers what's getting done? So you can actually see everything, right? Um, if you do a campaign, right? So you, you blast out email or text. You'll see the open rate. You can see every single response to that campaign. So then you can go and figure out, wait a minute, I wrote this one way and I got a 5% response rate. And I wrote it this way and I got a 15% response rate. And you know what's working, you know what isn't, you see what the replies are, you can see if people are angry, if they're, you know, upset about what you're doing or what you're saying to them, or if they're very, you know, into it. Can we, can we do this? Can you make him a co-host and he can share his uh, screen so sure. he can walk well, us, he's got it pulled up. he can get us a test drive. Now you got to remember we have a mostly audio audience, so I might fill in any gaps if it feels like it's too visual. Yeah, no, no worries. But I like to interrupt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back. Well, so, I just ask about the reporting because it's like always a thing where the person who hires you or, or gets Bigly is all on board and they're they're good to go. But then the person who's actually paying for it doesn't always have a good way of digesting it and what they're getting. No, that that's that's very real and very true. So with this, we have it set up that if you're running a business and you have some salespeople working for you, you can see everything. So I'm going to go and click on stats here, and I'll show I did a couple of uh, email campaigns. Last can, you, can you zoom in a little bit? We're, we just have uh, our screens four feet away. From I have us. like a 36-inch monitor. So. <laughs> it's not about there size, you, you know. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, I, that's I what I've heard. Yes, it is. I'm 6'4", and I've got size 15 shoes, so. It's Ooh, hey. All right. <laughs> I get the subtext. You got a big, you got a big hammer. Um, <laughs> got a big monitor. Mine, mine. You got a big monitor, that's right. Yeah. Um, all right, so, you know, this is something that we sent out the other day, and you can see, okay, there was... Twenty-five thousand four hundred fifty-nine cents. It's an event, right? Twenty-five thousand three hundred fifty-six 
deliveries. We had 4,996 opens. We had almost 3,000 unique opens. There was 14 failures. So we do a bunch of stuff to like sanitize your database as well. As soon as you send to an email and it's bad, we pull it out of the system. We don't send to it again because that's one of the things that all the spam filters look like. And we're in like a constant fight with Google mm. and Microsoft and AT&T and Verizon to get the messages through. So we're always trying to do like best practices and kind of get everyone on board with the best practices. I can see every person who's responded to this email, right? Um, shift away if from I that go into events, I can literally go down here and I can filter, okay, how many people clicked? How many bounces did I have? How many cool. were blocked by, you know, um, by one of the carriers? So it looks right? like so SendGrid is uh, integrated in there for the... Um the bouncing of the emails. Yeah, we're using SendGrid on the back end to What's route SendGrid? the messages out. And, you it's know, like you can go tickets. and do that yourself. Mm. Anyone can go and set that up. But unless you're a computer programmer and you know what a DMARC is and an SPF, and, you know, you probably shouldn't. You should probably leave it to someone else because it's really hard. Yeah. So. Email's weirdly hard. It's. And the text with 10 DLC coming in, which is the new. Uh, Ten-digit long codes that are uh, out there. Um, so you're talking about how it used to be like text uh, five five seven five five for this thing, and then text now it's... you could just send every like two years ago. You could send out something on text; it was getting through, mm. right? They didn't care; everything was going to get through. Oh, it's a security um, thing. You know, you could send whatever. And now you start sending bad texts because we keep having people come onto our platform like scammers and as soon as we get 20 uh spam reports we bounce them off the system we block their account and then you know we check out hey what did these guys send that created all these spam reports um and usually they're trying to steal people's identities and stuff like that we throw them off the system we've we've had to spend so much time and effort and money on security uh trying to you know stay compliant with all the rules it's Compliance I mean, might be one of those boring words growing up, like mortgage, that I didn't really get, but it, until uh, way too late as an adult. But like compliance, <laughs> we're gonna have a lot more discussions about compliance and privacy issues and data and how your personal data is getting out there. It's, well, it's, it's like, becoming a bigger deal. Well, the, the I new tell you, iOS, this is a good thing. The it, new iOS, how if you go to delete a message, a text message right away, it gives you the option delete and report as junk. That's new. Yeah. You're going to immediately That's exactly do that right. now. That's exactly right. And if we get 20 spam reports, we're booting someone off until we review it. So I they sent out 10,000 messages. Yeah, you're going to have 20 people who say stop. But if you're sending out 500 or something or a few hundred and all of a sudden you're getting more than 20 spams, there's probably something wrong there. So don't use this to send out a dick pic or a clamgram if I'm a lady. No, here's what they're doing. Here's, here's what people are doing. And this is why it's actually good that they're doing the compliance. I don't, you've probably never heard about this from anyone else. It's not just dick pics. What it usually is is someone sending a message like, hey, your package, um, there's a problem with your package. Got one today. Got one of those today. Or at FedEx, please click on this link. Yep. Right? And that link is going to be something designed to steal your identity. It's going to be a phishing link, mm-hmm. right? So the phone companies, they don't want that. And I don't want that either. Um, what we want is people to get a text message and see it and know that it's safe. And then they can open it. And, you know, the way the text is supposed to work, and the way that email is supposed to work, you know, it's kind of like sex, right? 
I'm listening. Uh-huh. You got us. I need, so, po- I need pointers. As long as there's consent, it's okay. But if there's not consent, it's bad. Right? <laughs> you need to have consent. Yeah. So yeah. it's... But one of her eyes, eyes said it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it got dark. Um, no, uh, I, I, I was talking to someone. I was, I was dating a chick recently. And, uh, I was like, I was joking. I was like, do I have consent to kiss you right now? <laughs> And she was like, uh, we're not, not doing anymore. It. We're not going to do anything. You really whiffed <laughs> on that joke. And now it's drier. Not than only was the joke the not funny. Right. Um, <laughs> she, Ruin the moment. She was the one who didn't understand sarcasm. So it wasn't going to work out anyway. Um, it but, happens. Yeah. Um, but you're like, this is totally going to work out. <laughs> boom. Oh, wow. That's, that was next level. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, you showed, I'm trying to find the site you showed me. When we talked about a month ago, um, you were showing me the com- like it was all the big carriers, all the big phone carriers, and they you can get off the spam, uh, the spam list and stuff so like that. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to register any campaign that you're doing with the campaign registry, mm-hmm. and it's basically a joint venture between AT and T, T-Mobile, and Verizon. And what they do is if they find someone who is sending out messages, if they find bad links, if they see a message with that link, they'll automatically block it. If they see someone who's sending out something with a bad phone number, they'll automatically block it. Right now, if you send out more than 50 or 100 messages through AT&T that are the same, they will block your messages until the next day. And if they determine that you are doing something malicious, they'll throw you off their platform. So, you really, got you got to be buddy buddy with all the carriers. Mm. You well, got to exactly work with right. them, not against them. So the first thing that we want to do as soon as we have someone who's a campaign is we say, look, you need to get permission from people to send them stuff. If they don't want to hear from you, you can't just randomly spam them, mm-hmm. right? But as long as you have their permission, this is magic. The text messages, the R, you know, I hate using these words. Um, there's guys who in cool. our system who spent like a hundred dollars. <laughs> And they closed $50,000 in business because with the 100 bucks, they reached 10,000 people. They had a relatively high ticket item. You know, they were selling something that was like five grand. It was 500 bucks a, you know, a month or something, six grand. And they closed, you know, 10 deals like off their first campaign percent. with us. Right. <laughs> so they turned 100 into 50 grand of revenue this year, 60 grand of revenue this year. Right. You know, so I mean, it, it's just. So you heard it, it here, guys. So put a, you well. put a hundred in, you get sixty grand back. That's the guarantee. Or your money back, or they pay well, you sixty grand. We're not guaranteeing hundred percent all day, right? Just because kidding. you know the hundred percent is easy. Most people are getting back twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred times what they put in. Yeah. So no, I mean, um, it's just a no-brainer for most companies. Are y'all going to add direct mailer into this eventually? Direct mail. I love direct mail. Uh, if probably. Not. As a marketer, I love it because <laughs> not not in a spammy way because I don't do a lot of B two C stuff. But I love like the um, you can get the the bots that'll get your handwriting and f- actually hold a pen and do your handwritten thank you cards and stuff. Yeah, that's not cheap. Uh, it's getting cheaper now. Uh, yeah, great. Thanks. Buy, until you buy one of the robot arms, you gotta have that thing sitting around your house, all creepy. But you, you, you did direct mail for sentient, a dentistry and had good success with it, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's a localized, highly so localized. I'll, thing. I'll give you my roadmap. I'll tell you what we're what we're planning on doing. Right. So the first thing we're building out right now is all the, all the automations, right? All the triggers and all the automations. So like, if you miss a call, you can automate back a text. 
Um, you know, so someone calls your business, you're a plumber, you're, you know, whatever, you're out and about, you can't answer the phone, you're on another call, and you're like a one-man shop, you automatically text them back. And if you don't text them back, you're going to lose that business, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some immediate value add and stuff like that. And then automating all the sequences. Someone joins the database, you can send out a sequence of, you know, emails and texts and put that stuff together. I'm going to send 10 messages over the next 10 weeks, of dis- all the different things. A sequence doing. for for the low tech people listening, like a a, a decision tree journey of sorts. That's right. Know? That's exactly right. And if this happens, then you send this email. And if this happens, then you send this email or this text message. And we're building out those journeys right now in the system. And again, you can buy something like Salesloft that has that already. But you're talking five figures, six figures, right? You know. So it's just it's out of reach for most small businesses. Just totally out of reach. And you know. That's if you know how to set it up. So to um, me, I, I feel like the final piece is the website chatbot for the lead capture side of things. Yeah, we're, kind of we're close put that those circle. Well. So that is on the okay. That's cool. Talk to our so, boys at Zyrotalk. Right? So what we're going to do is legit. Yeah. I, I think you read my mind. What we're going to do is we're going to start with landing pages. We've a an email generator. We can put together like a cool looking email in about you know five minutes, and you're going to be able to do the same thing with a landing page. You're going to be able to pick a picture from Unsplash, or, you know, we're probably going to do a stable diffusion AI thing where you can write the AI and tell it what you want, and it'll just throw the picture up there. And then on that, we're going to have a Calendly-type clone, which you can schedule appointments from there, and we're going to have a lead capture form. As soon as it goes into the system, then you can start the sequences on it, and then we're going to finish up by being able to send out invoices and do payments directly through the system as well. So that's my roadmap for the next year or so of development. And it's an easy way to get consent. How 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 big how big is Bigly? How long y'all been around? I can't remember. So I launched in July. We have fifty seven thousand seven hundred people as of earlier today who've signed up. That's us. that's incredible. How good everything is already. At you know, this is if this seven, is July, seven months old. Wowee! Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah it's great. And the roadmap is very. Uh, that that sounds like a very efficient, smart roadmap to keep adding those you know, adding uh, parts to the game, but really focusing on this main aspect of it first. And that's it. Cause people want one tool that does it all. You don't want to have to figure out Zapier, right? I don't want to know how to do a zap to integrate mm-hmm. this to my spreadsheet, to integrate this to something else. And I'm sorry, salespeople just aren't going to sit down and figure that out. Like 99 well, aren't going to sit down and figure that out. Y'all aren't going to get Even into the, the people fo- that are supposed to figure it out. <laughs> You're not going to get into the form game. Because forms are, are starting to get expensive like this in a smaller scale, but like, uh, what? Well, he doesn't need a form game. I know, but well, if you have your basically website, get up the know? form on the landing right. page, right? So the landing page is going to be the front end of the funnel. Mm. It's going to automatically go into the system. Right. You're going to automatically get consent when someone, mm-hmm. you know, fills out the the form or when they go and schedule a meeting with you, and you know, then it goes into the system for the outreach and the tracking and the automations, and then at the end of the journey. You can send them an invoice and have them, you know, pay you automatically, either through text or email. Well, we, that's we, where I'm going. Yeah, that's smart. Um, uh, like recurly, but uh, better, better touch points. Um, but I want to. We want to hear about you. Uh, and we we forgot to ask at the top. What advice would you give your 13 year old self? What advice would I give my 13 year old self? Uh, you guys are going to hate this, but I'm probably going to tell my 13 year old self, don't drink. Don't drink or don't marry your first wife. That's a new one. That's two new ones we haven't heard before. 
I might throw that one in there. My, don't drink. That's fine. You've been sober. I've been sober now for months and months. California sober. California sober. But but look, I I did two weeks and I was like, I'm good. Over the holidays, yeah, I can't think podcast about uh, ruining Christmas. So, <laughs> so are you, were was that a big issue growing up? Were you party animal? Were you uh, coping I went with to something? Tulane. I went to Tulane mm, in oh uh, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. I think I was drunk pretty much every day from uh, 1996 through about 2014. So, I said, eh, I'm going to shut a, it down. It's so a long time at Tulane. Said, you know, call it a call it a day. Tulane's hard. You know, yeah. How many uh, doctorates did you get? At Tulane, uh, eighteen years. I got my. Well, no, no, I wasn't in Tulane for that long. Oh, I was living God. in uh, <laughs> New Orleans, and I was back in Boston for a year, and then I was down in South Florida um, ever since. So I, I got my master's at Miami. Um, but the school thing was, you know, never really that hard for me. Yeah, so. Well, it sounds like you know you grew up in Boston. Kind of needed to work out that way. New Orleans is the opposite of Boston in my head. If you, it's the exact opposite of Boston. Boston, <laughs> everything's like efficient and people are on point and like everything's lickety split. Right, they're angry. New Orleans, and you know, you wait forty five minutes at Blockbuster and there was two people in line, and seven people behind the counter. Yeah, yeah. Their airport's hilarious. Yeah, well, you can yeah, like, walk what, around the hand or grenade right, drink where or whatever. Do you want to go? <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone who planned that city was drunk at the time. Right, right. The, like the, nothing makes sense down there. Yeah, they were going to one of those drive-through daiquiri places, and that does make sense. Yeah, that that uh, yeah that that works for me. Um, uh, yeah, I had a um, New Orleans is I can't believe you lived there that long, and then went to Miami of all places. I was there for four years. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then I've, I was in Miami forever, man. I was, was long time. Uh, how do you go from? Bo- why did you go from? What was your upbringing in Boston like? Well, like- I say Boston. I grew up in the suburbs. I grew up in the North Shore of Boston. Okay. So, you know, reasonably sheltered up there in the suburbs, right? If you looked at the demographics of the town I grew up in, I think it was like Thomas Ryan. 98.7% white. And then, you know, there was like one, you know, African-American family and one Hispanic family and one Asian family and, you know, one Indian family. And like, I mean... That was basically the demographics where I grew up in Massachusetts. And New Orleans was uh, a little different. Flip flop you know. it. <laughs> yeah. Same with Miami, where it was, you know, uh, 13% white non Hispanic. Right. right. Oh, if you don't know a little bit of Spanish in Miami, you're f- uh, uh, yeah. fucked. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, uh, you know, what part of Miami were you in? Brickle? Yeah. Um, well, I lived all over. Coconut I in, Grove? Um, I lived in basically every part of Miami. So I lived in the Gables for a while. I feel like there's a, the Grove a, for a while. You're hiding I, some stories here. <laughs> Were you a drug kingpin right, down there? Why are you always moving <laughs> around no, no, so just, much? I mean, I went to. I was when I moved from? down there. Me and my brother had a place on South Beach. We bought a place oh, on boy. South Beach after college in like pre-construction in like 2001, mm-hmm. and the place got done in 2003. And when I was applying to college for grad school, Harvard said no, Stanford said no, and Miami gave me a full scholarship. So. I was like, well, I already got a place here. I was living in Jupiter at the time. So. Full scholarship in grad school? Yeah, they paid for 75% of the tuition. Wow. And um, then I got a, a TA job there. They gave me a TA job. So I was making, I don't know, 15 bucks an hour, whatever the hell it was. What was your SAT score? I feel like we're talking to a big brain here. <laughs> You're too smart to be I did pretty well on the SATs. <laughs> um, what did I get? A 1470? <laughs> back, that's, back, what'd you back get? in the day. 
Uh, my highest? Yeah. <laughs> I got – so my English, all the English part was so horrible. My math was like – would be – if you broke it out, my math uh, – the, the number. It's 1080, yeah. but my, my math was like 700 of that. <laughs> and then the, well, my reading comprehension, I couldn't – I just I, – I got better at reading later, but it's like I just couldn't focus on it. I don't know. I had 1330. Huh? There's a lot of people who just hate those tests. Thirteen thirty. I, mean, I know people yeah. who go in there. What? Yeah. What'd you get? Thirteen thirty. You never told me that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you. Why would I, I tell I you that? I had friends from like high school, mm. like I played basketball with, and they just filled out the bubbles, right? They they just went, you know, or they made a smiley face or something, and you know, they got their nine hundred and called it a day. Yeah. Well, I do think it's bullshit the SAT uh, because the three sections would be uh, non-math based. And then two would be math, and I was like, "Why? Why? Why? Why is well, it?" There's just- a, a, a minute after uh, you know we all took it that it was like a 2400 scale. Yeah, that's like the. And NFL- now I think it's back. It's back. Yeah, the, but that's like the NFL adding a game. Uh, I, I hate it because like all the stats are kind of messed up. You can't compare people to year over year, right? Uh, and it messes with but me. The 14 year se- the 14 game seasons, and now they got 17 game seasons. My, my dad played in the NFL when it was 14 game seasons, but like, I mean, it had been 16 games for 30 years or something like that, right. you know. And it's just a better number, anyway. Uh, but my ACT 27, that's good, um, yeah, much better. 29. Okay. I wasn't as good. I mean, 29. That's what it was. <laughs> um, uh, I'm glad I asked that question, and you had, you said 1470 because I, I get the vibe you're academic, but just like we on our previous ev- episode, we had someone very bright as well. But you're a communicator. I find that interesting. I always find when people are, are really uh, academically smart as a web, you can actually talk. Or uh, occasionally, I mean, you know. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, uh, look, all the time. You could do it all the time. People that develop. Uh, uh, a, an entity, a brand like this, they they usually aren't the the spokesperson, you know. Yeah. Um, and are y'all uh, planning on going international? I guess that's kind of my last question. We're already international. Ooh, uh, sorry. A lot of our clients <laughs> are from India and Pakistan and Bangladesh, really? and Ethiopia. Yeah, India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh are the top three markets outside of the U.S. by a landslide, hmm. and. There's dudes in India who want to sell into the U.S., and they have no way to make a phone call here. Interesting. They can't use their cell phone. They're going to be paying, you wow. know, that's cents cool. a minute or whatever. Call's going to be cutting off on them. So we have a bunch of people who want to do business from those countries. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, do you, all right. Now, now my other thought before we let you go is scaling. Yeah, I, we we've got the the features, the product features uh, of the actual program, right? The actual website. It, it sounds like you're scaling pretty quickly. <laughs> if I had to kind of kind of guess, uh, just talking to you off this episode before and and now, going to India, a billion people, you know, a lot of call centers there. Um, I know. I was surprised. It usually goes the other way. Well, they can't. I, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. That, that's so smart of y'all to we go. We just put it out there with Google Ads and with everything, and it's wherever people were coming from. Hmm. So we didn't restrict it to only the U.S., and we saw that we had more people coming from those markets than we did from the U.S. Yeah, I you mean, uh, yeah, and look, I could see this. If you had a, any small call center, I could see 
anybody wanting to use this. You have any I s- am a huge fan of what you have going on. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. There's a lot of headaches that you solve well, in, one, in one area. As our friend of the program, Dean Aker, says, marketing bitches about sales, sales bitches about marketing. The gap needs to close a little bit. And I don't know why they're so separated all the time, but uh, it needs to be like a, a lot more fluid, you know? And I feel but like this. You have all the stuff on one platform, right? So if marketing sent out a marketing communication, you can see that they got it. If you're going to call them, they're like, oh, I like that marketing thing you sent, you know, an hour ago. You know, like, huh, what, what, who? Yeah. You know. Can't complain about a qualified lead in this scenario. Right, right. Because it's right in front of you for your sales enablement team or whatever cute name you have for your call center. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your your sales champions. Customer success. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, BiglySales.com is where you can go to grow your business. Uh, you know, phone, text, email, scheduling tasks, all in one screen. And unlimited users. That's another good thing y'all are putting out there because that's how you get nickel and dimed. Mm. It's like, oh, you want to add a user? Yeah, that's like uh, the first one's pretty cheap, but you add two, three, four. The, right. It gets up to like $50 a user for some reason, you know. Some of these are way more than that, too. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, if it's just one of you, we're going to charge you 20 bucks. But if you want 10 guys on here, now it's 500. Yeah. You know, or, or if you want to use the bigger version, okay, now we're going to charge 200 bucks a seed. It's, you know, 2,000. Right. That's uh, okay. We'll just share the password. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then get in arguments <laughs> right. that we can't get Who changed it? Time. I didn't change it. <laughs> Prove it. Well, and then, then who put this data in, right? Because right. then everyone's doing the data entry. You don't know who's entering stuff. You don't know who's doing things wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the protocols and everything. Yeah. I'll echo what Eric was saying that the reporting, if you can get the reporting to be simplified for the, the big dogs that just need to hop in there and look at it, that's yep. huge. So that's it. How much well, they just click on stats. Me? They just go in, they click on stats, they can see literally every text, every email that was sent through the system. They can see what the replies were. They can go to any file. They can check it out. Well, you, you know? didn't want to be hacked talking about ROI, but we talk about ROI is everything for business. So it's like uh, we're all about it. We're, our, one, our slogan's girthy ROI. That's what you want to get. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll clip that part. Uh, we, we got, no, no, no. We, we got girthy ROI. All right. I mean, I'm telling you, we people coming in who are spending 50, 100 bucks, and they're getting in, you know, a couple of grand, five grand, 10 grand. You know, we had one guy get 50 grand back. You know, and these are the stories I know about right now. Um, but there's people getting, I mean, just stupid the ROI that some of these guys are getting off these text campaigns because you can set them out for a penny. You can do like a video text. If you, you guys you want to talk, Right, you could do like a 15-second clip, and you could send it out. That's an MMS. Hmm. It's three cents instead of a penny. But you could literally text that out to you know 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 people, and more than that if you, you know, um, if you want to. No, that's that's amazing. I uh, actually have a lot more questions, but do you, uh, gonna, uh, well, no, I mean, just, I'm curious about the list procurement. Like when you're for small businesses, it's not exactly easy. They don't always have their their customer database up to snuff i mean is it all on the on the customer to kind of generate that or how do you guys deal with that uh, we tell them the terms and conditions up front we say hey you're supposed to go and you're supposed to do this you literally just need a checkbox you need a checkbox on your website that says hey i have permission to text you if you're like a realtor and you have a form it says hey i have permission to text you permission to email you permission to call you you need like a one sentence thing that says, I have permission to reach out to you if you do this. And that's all that's required. But then on the other side, 
if all of a sudden, you know, you're sending out a million messages and the people are all reporting spam, they're still going to throw you off, the phone mm. company. So they're really tightening up. It's a good thing. It means that there's going to be way less spam, yeah. way less phishing, way less people trying to steal your identity, you know, because most of the stuff that, that I saw that was, you know, on my site that was malicious was people trying to steal your grandma's, um, you know, bank account, right? right? Trying to steal her credit card information, trying to steal her social security number. And, you know, you want the phone companies to be tough on that stuff. You don't want people using this to defraud old people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to, that's birthday card money. Right. <laughs> I want that five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, we tell people the best practice, but what I, you know, the stuff that I really care about, that we're gung ho about. If someone's trying to do, you know, someone's trying to steal people's information, we're going to boot them off the the site, you know, within about fifteen minutes. Um, and then if they ever sign up again and they try to use the same credit card or the same phone number, or the same email address, we're going to block them before they can do anything. You know, and we're trying to get a little more sophisticated. And, Do it a third you know, time. Other different <laughs> recording in no, there progress. is no third time. There is oh. no third time. Oh. I hope this is recording the whole time. It's recording. <laughs> Chill. Okay, I'm just making sure. I just heard the Zoom lady say. I know. That we don't need the Zoom recording. I yeah, well, but uh, that, that's the stuff that we really care about, that we're gung-ho about getting, you know, anyone who's a bad actor who's trying to do criminal activities, we want to get them off there as quickly as possible and not let them back on. Well, and it's a fight, man. Like, my first customers were all Russian hackers. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I wish I was joking. No, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, not talked about enough. I mean, especially after the election of 2016 with a lot of that stuff going on. <laughs> you know, how, the, how just subverted all that stuff got. Like, I feel like a lot of stuff's coming out of there um, like that. That in uh, South Florida. <laughs> If I see a Boca, uh, if I see a uh, like a South Florida area code number calling me, I'd, I'd never pick it up. Call from Togo. <laughs> if I get a five six one call, five six one percent of the time it's a telemarketer. <laughs> yeah. Like a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, we're we're rooting for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. I'll I'll get Eric on it as well. Maybe we we'll use I it for the show. It, yeah. No, no. I'm hey, interested. Well, Set up a success call, you know, if you need some help, and um, I'll pay you out. You know, we'll pay you out live if uh, you don't get your 100% ROI. Okay, cool. It All right. Called, you know, it is called success. success <laughs> yeah, I like it. Hey, you got to have a cute oh, name for man. it. Look, that's how you got to do it. That's a cute it. name. It's the success call. Yeah. We don't let people fail. You can tell people, hey, it's a cute name for, you know, a sales team well, for yeah, honest, on our side. But, yeah. Um, no, what we do differently, most of the, I'm telling you, most you're gonna of the You're going to upsell, cross-sell the whole time? <laughs> they throw you to the wolves. Right. And right. they're like, here's our stuff. You paid us your money. Now Ooh. go and figure it out. And we go and we hold your hand and we say, here's how you load up all the other people. Here's how you buy your numbers. Here's how you upload your data. We show you how to do it. We do it for you. And then, you know, the second, third time around, you can probably do it on your own. But if you need help, you give us a call. Right on. I love it. Appreciate All right. it, man. Well, Tommy Ryan, uh, thanks for coming on. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy Ryan. Uh, appreciate, appreciate you coming on. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be users for sure. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, buddy. Thank you.